Hey everybody, post editing Sam here. Uh, just wanted to say that uh, instead of like a main episode, we are putting out this EX episode instead of when I originally was going to release it, which is going to be like you know at a, a little bit of a, a later time uh, beyond the main app. But uh, you know, d- due to what I've been dealing with with Smokey and and uh, Nick and Danny getting ready to, to go out of town next week as well. Um, mostly Smokey though, mostly just me dealing with Smokey. We decided to kind of give ourselves a break and put this out instead. So instead of putting this out at the later time I had planned, we're putting it out now. So uh, that way you guys still get weekly content. So I hope you guys enjoy. We want to keep bringing you content every week. So love you guys very much. Thanks for all your support and all the love you've given Smokey. And uh, yeah, enjoy the app. In the first, in the first movie, the little fucking egg thing. That robotic rides his, like, around ball, his like ball hover ball thing. Yeah, it's yeah. always around it. Yeah, it's it's in this movie. Yeah, a and lot, and it's great. Yeah, and was, Knuckles hangs hoping, on the on the side of it, which is hilarious because that's how I was he does hoping his, I was hoping his claw would come out. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Anime Summit podcast. It's your favorite host of the most, Sam the Bomb. And of course with me is Danny. Hello, hello, hello. Special guest once again from the Weebology podcast, Ricky. Hello, everybody. Thank you so much for having me back on. Yeah, hell yeah, dude. Ricky's here to help us with a cinematography episode. Let's go. Yes, yes. Cinematography. Movies, <laughs> your your cine 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 ho cine ho yeah cinnabon your cinnamon ho yeah dude. <laughs> um this is so this is actually our cinematography episode four episode three me and Danny review turning red which I just was telling them that I forgot to upload to YouTube so for you YouTube listeners out there it's on there now as you're hearing this right now it should be on there right now so go listen to that but yeah cinematography part four. Yeah, we are talking we're... about Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Yes. Oh, I Finally. Have I have notes. We're doing, we're, <laughs> doing more, we're doing more of this. I want to keep doing more cinematography apps. Yeah, absolutely. And this is the way to go. And so here's the great thing about this is I, like um, during our newscast the, the, or during the newscast uh, end of the year special I did, uh, Ricky was on that and we were talking about Sonic and I that's when I kind of discovered how big of a Sonic fan he was. And I was like, oh, sweet, another huge Sonic fan. Let's do <laughs> yeah. this. Yeah, and I have pretty pretty robust history with Sonic games. I think in terms of 2D and 3D, and I think even the racing mainline games, there isn't one I haven't played. And even a couple that are like the weird, weird ones that are uh, pretty obscure that I just had in my youth, my youth. That uh, looking back, we're pretty, uh, pretty. What's the scientific term? Shite. <laughs> ah, shite. <laughs> but I still played him anyway because I am a fanboy and I can't help myself. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Well, did you see that that uh, there's uh, Sonic Frontiers? I did. I did. Yeah. I have. You know, I have mixed opinions. Um, mm-hmm, I think mm-hmm. the it's going to be an open world adventure from the looks of it. The gameplay yeah, yeah. at its nugget looks very promising. This is the direction I think a Sonic game should always have gone. I feel it's the James Cameron problem where he wanted to make Avatar like a decade before it actually happened, and the technology just wasn't there. 
to realize yeah, a Sonic yeah. game like Sonic Frontiers could only, I think, properly happen in this generation onward. So it makes sense why it's here. But man, this is a do or die, Sega. You gotta polish this bitch. Polish yeah, that turd. Yeah. I wanna really. see more gameplay and yeah. stuff. Yeah. So yeah. I will hold my breath this one you know what? Fuck it. I say that with every Sonic game. I will hold my breath this time. I'll be willing to, I'll be willing to do it. But right. <laughs> oh, I've been burned. I've been burned. So you're probably gonna say like, oh well, Sam and Danny, you didn't do a cinematography on the first one. Uh, well, kind of, not well, really. We didn't, but on our first ever cinematography episode where we just talk about movies in general, we brought it up, and yeah, Danny hadn't and seen it when we were recording that. Right, right. So. When we when we were talking about turning red, I said, "Oh, it's on Paramount Plus, and I have Paramount Plus." Well, now that this is gonna give me an excuse to watch it because Sam said, "Oh, Ricky is a big." Sonic fan and I was and I just said oh that gives me an idea like okay well I'm totally going to watch it now because the second one is coming up so I might as well watch it okay so we're sitting like in in the seat right now ready to talk about to have you finally viewed one then Dan sure (laughs) 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 mainly Maybe I should talk about two, but I yeah, knew it. like I knew uh, it. <laughs> <laughs> so, dude, let's let's just jump into it. Links.animesummit.net. That's where you can find everything. Where to listen? Where to party? Where to hearty? Where to farty? But if you don't want to fart, you can leave it up to Nick. He's got enough farts for everyone. Yes, he really um, does. He prides he, himself in it. He really does. And uh, Rick, before we uh, get into the the fun stuff, what's uh, where can we find you again? Yeah, um, you can find me on the Weebology podcast. You know, me and Ethan, the professors, go through the entire litany of uh, the study of Weebology, all things Weeb. And you can find us on anywhere you get your podcast fix. You're already on the platform, babies. You can just hop on right over, you know. All the links are in every description of everywhere you find podcasts. And you can find us on YouTube, like, comment, and subscribe there. And, um, you know, if you're feeling peckish and you decide to you know, want to give us a little monetary love, get into Discord. You can talk to Sam and Danny in our Discord as well as well as theirs. You can go to patreon.com slash and get your extra content fix as well. So Yeah. I'm still I'm waiting. About. I'm still waiting on my pin. I know. You could just Ricky. come pick it. You could just come pick it up. Like Yeah, I know. <laughs> we gotta set up like a hangout day. We do. You're always busy. I know it's it's been absolutely <laughs> trash, and like right after this, I have a D and D campaign session zero, and I'm really hyped about that. But uh, I, I I keep I do it to myself. I do it to myself. So yeah. I have no one to, I have no one to blame but me. So. Yep, yep, yep. So let's do That's this. That's the same thing with my friend Zach. He's all like, "Hey, we should hang out." I'm all like, "Well, when do you want to hang out?" Well, I got this, this, and that. I said, "Well, you know, that's that's." First world problems. Every like every day he's got available. It's like the one day Danny's busy or something. It's like that's yeah. that's how it works. Yeah, yeah. Dude, let's <laughs> let's do this. Let's and I'm making this up on the spot. Okay, I don't give a fuck right now. Like, uh, listener question of the week made by Sam. Here we go. I'm the listener. Here we go. Favorite <laughs> okay. Sonic. Favorite Sama Sonic Lama. game. Favorite Sonic game. Ooh, Ooh, that's a that's rough. Um, I think for me it's definitely. I'd honestly say it's Sonic the Hedgehog 3 and Knuckles. I really think that they hit that 2D stride then. Um, but when it, I guess if I had to do that in a 3D, there's something really, really... It's not a good game, but my favorite Sonic Adventure 2 battle. 
Oh yeah. Yeah. I yeah. mean, come on. It's it's the apex of just like just shitty enough to be funny when you're older, but when you're younger, yeah. it's like huh! That's the that's yes! the GameCube game, right? That was the GameCube game. GameCube, yeah. 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 I, honestly, that would probably be my my pick. Um me and my friends would play that all the time together. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah. That 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 would be my pick. For sure. For sure. Not a bad pick. Um, Not a bad pick. Oh, hold on a sec. Rick, did you cut out? I'm here. Oh, okay. Uh I can cut that out. It's fine. Um <laughs> yeah, I got to agree with Rick. That's my favorite because you take the Sonic 3 ca- cartridge and you put it on top of the Sonic and Knuckles 1, which is awesome. Yeah. You know, like that was cool back then. You know, back then we were like, whoa. You know? Holy shit. You could put then, a cartridge in a cartridge? What? And then that's how you got like the actual like last final battle or whatever. And it was really cool. Um, yeah. Um, if I had to say like another one that I thought was really cool was Knuckles Chaotix, which Sonic isn't in it really. Shocking. Um, Interesting. But it's a Sonic game. Yeah. It's, I don't ha- I don't hate that. Yeah. I don't hate mm. that. I also like the two arcade games, Sonic the Fighters and then Sonic I think it's just called Sonic Arcade. I don't remember. But it's like a it's yeah. basically like a run a run the whole time game and dodge everything, you know? Um and it was like a it was like an isometric and it, it basically was like Dr. Robotnik was just relentless in fucking killing you and chasing you. You had to run through this hole. Was that the one... Was that the one you had, like, you used the trackball? Yeah. Okay, I know about that game. Um, yes. I don't know why I, this lives in my head rent-free. I know it came out in 1993, and I know it had a... It was the first ever cameo of Mighty the Armadillo. And another fun fact... But Marty the Armadillo did make one. They made two more appearances: one in Knuckles Chaotix, yep. and one in Sonic Mania, like the extended, like plus. But yep. that game also featured a character called Ray the Flying Squirrel, who I yeah. I'm going to go on a limb and say I don't think he ever reappeared in any game again ever. Ray, and they I don't just think scrapped so. him. I think he was like in some of the Archie comics, maybe. I don't remember. I I barely remember Ray doing anything else like in that much stuff, honestly. But yeah, like I know Mighty is also in. He's also in the Fighters as well. But like, oh, yeah, interesting. I don't, I don't think Ray is in the Fighters though. And there was yeah, a lot. Yeah, I don't of think I ever played one. the Fighters. I never played the Fighters. It was basically Tekken. Like I don't. It was like Urgaze and Tekken and Got Soul it. Calibur. Yeah. Got it. Um. But yeah, what about you, Danny? Um. Hang on, what, what were you talking about again? <laughs> Favorite Sonic game? <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I, I said I said um, um, oh, Sonic Mania's 2 awesome. Adventure yeah. Battle. Oh, yeah. that's right, on GameCube, on GameCube, yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, 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 that one, dude, that it was one basically was... Sonic Adventure, but two players, if you wanted, and it continued the story of that Dreamcast game, which was amazing. Yeah, and yeah. you had the option of selecting to play uh, the heroes or, um, like, Dark. Dark. I just called yeah. it dark. Yeah, yeah that, yeah. that popped off. That came out in 2001 because I got it as a wee lad for Easter 2001. And my little tiny peewee brain 
leaked out of my ears as I was rolling around at the speed of sound. And <laughs> I I just have these, like, I'm pretty sure, like, I think that's really where, like, the cementing of my Sonic, like, fandom, it, it bore so many new synapses in my brain that just, like, an entire Sonic tumor just now lives there rent-free. And it yeah, just, like, yeah. amasses this knowledge. And I yeah I, I just wonder all the all the things I can do for the betterment of humanity if I were to release that space from Sonic, you know? Right. Um, but <laughs> it's not. And now I just know random facts about Sonic the Hedgehog. So yeah. here we are. Yeah. yeah. yeah Sorry, Sonic humanity. Adventure, Sonic Adventure <laughs> yeah. 2, the last game on Dreamcast before Nintendo bought them out and then re-released on GameCube. Arguably, the GameCube version was better anyway, but... Yeah, yeah. they really... They flubbed it with Sonic Adventure DX Director's Cut, um, but I yeah, think the port yeah. was a lot better for two. Yeah. Which yeah. was just... It added battle, because you had two-player yeah. in that one. Yeah. But yeah, dude, okay. Hell yeah. Waifu and Husbando, I'm just going to say the uh, the two human characters in the movie, the... Wachowskis or whatever they're called. Yeah. We'll just say Wachowskis. that. Wachowskis. <laughs> just so, you know, whatever. Oh, I got notes. Um, I got notes. Okay, dude. <laughs> so here we go. Basically, I'm going to give you a rundown of what happened in the first movie. And then we can just, I'll give you a synopsis of the second one. And then we can just jump right in. So basically, pop off. pop off. The first movie, uh, it starts out with Sonic on Mobius and his parent long claw sends him to another world as the echidna clan. And those of you who are smart and know who the echidna clan is, you can Mm -hmm. tell right away what they were, um, start invading, (laughs) you know, the, the, you know, it's like a civil war thing happening. And then long claw shoots a ring that opens a portal to earth and sends Sonic through there. And Sonic basically as a child lives there from his child to his early teen years. And, Runs into um, uh, what's his name? Tom Wachowski. Uh, yeah, Tom Wachowski. Tom and, or Before... AKA Donut Lord. Yeah, Donut Lord. Donut, Donut Lord. Lord. <laughs> I, I do. I do want. I do want to just emphasize to Danny right now. I don't know if you caught what Sam just said. Baby CGI Sonic. Fucking I did hear that. adorable. That yeah, alone, yeah. that alone is worth. I was just like, <gasps> yeah, he was really cute. Yeah, <laughs> so cute. He was really cute. <laughs> Look at the baby Sonic. <laughs> it's adorable. Okay, and continue. so that must have so, emphasized. Yeah. So that mixed with a phenomenon that Sonic caused with his electric, fast-moving powers caused uh, uh, engineer, genius, scientist, inventor, uh, Doctor Ivo Robotnik to come through and investigate with the army. And Robotnik selfishly being like, oh, I'm just going to pretend like I'm working for them and really take this power for myself. And it's up to Sonic and uh, to kind of, you know, take responsibility and and protect uh, his newfound friends, Tom and Maddie Wachowski, Wachowski, in the little town of Green Hills, Montana. So, and yes, that is a play on Green Hill Zone. Uh, but uh, yeah. That there was a very there was a end credit scene in which Tails comes through the ring from Mobius to Earth and tries to find Sonic, mm-hmm. and that set it up for Sonic Two, and the rundown of Sonic Two is basically the plot of Sonic Three and Knuckles, um, which is uh, the Chaos Emerald is this thing that needs protection, 
and it's protected by the Echidna clan. And Dr. Ivor Robotnik discovers that it's a thing and basically lies to Knuckles and says, well, Sonic is coming after it and he's going to do this. And blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And he gets them to fight <laughs> each other while he takes it. And so the thing about Dr. Robotnik, right, is in the first movie, he didn't really have his iconic look. And when Sonic sent him through, I want to say it's Mushroom Hill Zone, let's be honest. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Um, he kind of shaved his head and grew out his mustache to have that iconic bald, huge Crazy mustache look. Bald, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which is what he looks like throughout the whole second film. So that being said. Um, which Dr. Robotnik is played by the legendary Jim Carrey. Played by the legendary Jim Carrey. Which, and we, which I, I got to say, I one, he does a fantastic job. Two, yeah. I don't really know how they swung getting him. I, I, I feel like someone in Hollywood like knows a dark secret from him from the 90s and just like blackmailed him into doing this. Like, I, I, I genuinely don't know, but like he full sent it. I mean, he's perfect as an Eggman reimagining. He is goofy, quirky, full of himself. It's very much in line with the Robotnik character, at least from a two very much so. One, eh. I mean, I, I think they realized they had some changes to make for two, and I love the changes they made for two, honestly. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Sure. And then we also have Idris Elba voicing Knuckles, which is amazing. <laughs> and then we I have... Find it, I find it hilarious when it was announced that he was going to be Knuckles. He, like, said, I promise I won't make Knuckles sound sexy. And, and all the memes were all like, He's going to sound sexy no matter what. And he did, honestly, which is really hilarious. <laughs> which is, um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, did you all find him sexy? Like, yeah, are especially you Twitter thirst? Dude, when he when he goes, I don't need your power, I fucking boner city. He's <laughs> like, well, yeah, you don't need it, but you need something. Anyway. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say, you sure you don't want this? Like. Yeah. Uh, and then we have Ben Schwartz as Sonic, and then Colleen O'Shaughnessy, one of the g- video game voices of Tails, uh, as Tails, I, which is awesome. I was great. I was really grateful that they brought her along to mm. do it instead of grabbing, you know, some uh, star to play uh, play Tails and yeah. stuff. So, um, and then along with Jim Carrey as the human characters, we have James Marsden and Tika Sumter as Tom and Maddie Wachowski. And then Natasha playing uh, Maddie's sister again from the first one. And then they also got Shamar Moore as Randall, which is the guy that... Yeah, how the hell? Rachel's marrying. Dude, I love... I, Rachel. I love Shamar Moore. No, I mean, Rachel, she she bad, though. Like, she uh, she was one of my favorite parts of the entire movie. She, she was took, not playing. She yeah. took exactly 0.00 shits about anybody. It was great. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. I think especially f- when she found out uh, some key important parts. I don't know if you guys want to spoil or anything. Uh, yeah, yeah, we can. We I was can keeping it there. light until yeah. we got there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But yeah. uh, I think it also helps that like the character that they wrote for Rachel uh, is played by Natasha Rothwell. She's a comedian. So like she was yeah, able to kind of give it that it extra comedic like delivery. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like, so I saw it in the theater. I think we all did, right? We all saw it in the theater? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
Yeah. I did. Okay, uh, so I, saw, I had to refresh because I saw it like right when it came out. So I got my got my friend's Paramount Plus. Shout out to Ryan, my boy. Gave me the Paramount Plus to rewatch it so I can get all the beats. Shout yeah. out to Ryan. Um, <laughs> also directed by Jeff Fowler, okay? Yep. Um, but I also want to say initial thoughts. My initial thought was I loved it, but a lot of the script was not as good as the script in the first one, like some of the dialogue. I feel like that's always that always is going to happen. Interesting. I'm, for for like franchise series kinds of thing. It just yeah. something that was like corny. It wasn't as good. Like yeah, 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 yeah. What do you guys com- think? Initial thoughts. Hmm. I think a little. I actually really like the direction of the second versus the first. The first had this real kind of campy buddy cop feel to it. You know, like, mm-hmm. and, and and that's, I guess that's fine for a family movie, but it, no, that worried me a bit because, like, I was worried this could be Sega's kind of injection of attention and cash for the Sonic franchise, which, as we know, would be poured right back into their games and all that stuff. So this is the imbuement. This could, when I saw it at first, I was like, this is finally the resurgent of Sonic in the Mind's Eye character living entirely off its design, like his design. Mm-hmm. So the the way they took it into an action adventure, keeping more with the canon of the game story, I found that to be a very potent direction. Though I agree yeah, with you. Yeah. I agree with you. I think the consensus, the comedy felt a little more flat, a lot more shit and poop jokes, a lot more like I don't know, like lower brow. Not that the original was any <laughs> any kind of classy, but you know, it it definitely felt like the story and the action was prioritized over the dialogue and the comedy, which I don't necessarily hate, but would have been nice to see some better dialogue. But if you're yeah. gonna do that, it just that then the, the dialogue has to be executed in a more short and sweet way. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, yeah, less. less and for it. me, for me, it was mostly. Jim Carrey's script in Sonic 2, some of like the parts that were supposed to be like, oh, that's funny, you know what I mean? It was kind of like, oh god, it's really corny, you know. But like, um, yeah, Danny, what about you? What are your initial thoughts on Sonic 2? I mean, uh, I, I definitely really enjoyed the first one. Um, we we've always gone back and forth, and especially over the years with video game movies, mm-hmm. um, yeah. video game movies never do good at all um but now it seems like hollywood is definitely kind of really honing it down and really paying attention to what the fans are saying uh especially the whole fiasco with the first one and when that first trailer of sonic oh, came man. Out and and literally how sonic looked and freaking hollywood um just got cyber bullied <laughs> <laughs> actually changing dunked actually on dunked on, on. Yeah. yeah mad dunked yeah. on that yeah. <laughs> for good reason so, i'm pretty pretty sure children are ptsd'd forever by just the trailer of that so good on them but you know what and yeah. it's funny you say video game movies i still don't think they're necessarily learning their lesson i, I think they you know, closed their eyes, shot their darts at the wall, and I think this one hit enough to maintain a franchise vibe. Yeah. But, but in the same time, yeah. Uncharted just came out with Tom Holland, and that was actual duty caca. It was awful. Like, 
Oh, which is weird. Well, I didn't even see that. And which that's is, at literally, honestly, one of my favorite. Like one of Danny's favorite games. like franchises. Yeah. Ever, yeah. yeah. And, and, so, and I didn't, and, and I was very adamant on watching it. So Yeah. And here's the thing, right? Right. That movie, that, that video game in and of itself is basically like a one, movie. It's a movie, right? You, all yeah. you have to do is remove <laughs> the controller from the player and just yeah. let them watch all yeah. the cutscenes and maybe give a little bit Uncharted of action 4. in the middle. You have yeah. a really, really good movie. Like four yeah. of them. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. You have a franchise sitting in your lap. What are you doing? Mucking it up. You had every every fucking pi- uh this this always gets me heated, y'all. It gets me heated. But uh yeah, so I, I do I think are they listening? Sure. I would I would say, but that it, it better be a loud scream from the populace because Unless it is, I don't know. Um, other, I, I, in the end, this movie is, by all accounts, a a solidish movie, like as a movie. But as a video game movie, it clapped because they had cohesiveness, they had effort, they had I don't know, canonic yeah. story beats. Yeah, yeah. And people were like, oh yes, I fucking remember this. And you know, if 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 you and Danny want to do a fucking cinematography on. Uncharted stuff, you totally could, but like, yeah, I, I have to watch it before we do that. Yeah, I've always told Dan, I've always told Danny that too, like, because I am not a big fan of playing them, but when my brother played them on the PS3, I always just love to sit in his room and watch him play it. It's just like watching a movie. Yeah, it exactly yeah. is well, like that. Naughty Dog, Naughty Dog, the the um, game company who develops Uncharted, they do a really good job with their storytelling for their games. I mean, that's yeah. kind of how they, yeah. that, that's how they, they work with their game. It's, it's the same thing with the last of us. The last of us kind yeah. of flows like a movie and yeah. everything. I never personally played the last of us cause that's a scary game. And I don't God, play scary games. I game. literally just went on YouTube and watched someone play it. So, right. <laughs> so, so I will say this though: Sonic One came out around the time Detective Pikachu did, and mm. those oh. these these two video game movies are the best ones. They are the yes. best ones out yeah. there right now. I agree. And in in Detective Pikachu, we could talk about it in another one. But Detective Pikachu, they changed some of the ending a little bit, obviously. But, like, it still worked, I think, and it was done really well. Ryan Reynolds, hilarious. It was funny. Full it was send. great. So and, good. And yeah. the way they, they handled the way the Pokemon looked in a live-action movie was the perfect way to handle it. I don't know how else they would have handled it. Because yeah, you, you could get too cartoony people, or too live-action. Yeah, action-y yeah. I remember a lot of people were, were a little peeved by, like, how the Pokemon looked in that game. I mean, game. In that movie. But it's <laughs> like... It's like, how are you supposed to make the Pokemon? How else are you supposed to do it other than that? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. If you do it too much like the original, it'd be too cartoony. If you try to go too real with it, they wouldn't look like who they are. So yeah, this was like you'd have a Sonic one on your hands, right there. Yeah, yeah, right, exactly. Um, So speaking of Sonic, but like, (laughs) (laughs) um, okay. So basically, the consensus is we we pretty much like this movie. It's a good movie, but um, so. I will say this. Um, it kind of seems like if there is going to be a third one, right? They're going to kind of slowly move away from the human characters, right? Because okay, yes, because and I'm the, so glad, right? Because the Wachowskis are um, 
are not really in it too much. They're on vacation most of the movie till the end. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. they don't get involved really until the end. Whereas uh, Tom was a big part of the first one, you know, because he's the one who found Sonic and whatever. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, and I, I think to that point, right, I think that's one of the moves I really liked. And uh, to where I, where I think the franchise is going in terms of story, it does involve that end credit scene, which made me absolutely hyphy and i freaked out and i was so hype about it yeah so exactly right so i I like (laughs) i like the idea that they the human characters are moving away out of the spotlight they are basically in a an inflection point right and that's why i think they had to be so intertwined in the first one because the you know the human involvement was we found sonic we have to get uh we have to protect this creature and then once he's established in the world, well, then they can start taking more and more of a back seat. And there's kind of this element in the in this franchise now of like Sonic growing up. I think there is a moment where I believe he calls Tom dad, which made me feel not good, but not sick. It's a very weird gray area for me right there. But there's an element where, OK, that is going to be a natural through line about where Sonic is going to go. He's going to basically spread his proverbial wings and fly away from his surrogate fleshy father, uh, unquilled father and just kind of go. Right. So I think, you know, they've already set up the tone where I'm not a little kid anymore. Dad, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a big hedgehog. I'm a big hedgehog. And he's going to like go off and <laughs> right. do his own thing. Right. So if that happens, more power to it, get, mm-hmm. get the humans out of there. They're, they should be nothing more than plot devices. I want the president. I want the head of gun and I want Robotnik. That is all I want. Yeah. That's all yeah. I need. So impressive. Right, yeah. right. Impressive and, that they're making it work. Right. And I if that's the idea, then that's I'm with Rick on that. That's how it should go. Because you have clearly already established Mobius's in, in Mobius's existence and that it's a whole nother world that that you can work with. Um and things like that. You know, you could go back and forth from Earth if you really wanted to, you know? Um, well, especially if you have the rings and everything. Yeah, so. they they've established that the the rings are portals, right? So, um, I, I like that actually. And if you yeah, notice I like that, yeah. if you notice too, it's funny. All the human characters called Sonic, Tails, and Knuckles aliens, because that's how they rationalized it. But Sonic right. called the without prompts, and never they never go back to this that he called the the ring portal. You know, watch your step as you're going through the multi-dimensional ring portal. It mm. is a, yeah. it, uh, it's basically the implication in my mind is that Mobius is another world entirely. They're not an alien race or a different right. planet, right? right? So I, fi- right. I find that interesting that the humans and their lack of understanding in this movie, I think plays really well because the the dramatic irony is the the audience knows they're not aliens. They're not even really of this universe. There's something different entirely, but the humans not really giving a shit, whether they're aliens or whatever they are kind of lends to them kind of slowly fading as a collective, as an element in this movie into the background. So them not understanding and unwilling to grasp what Sonic and the, and co are is actually going to work for this really well. You know, if they try to like study him, it's going to be very, Oh fuck! Now we're in a sci-fi movie. Great. That's not what I want. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, that that's that 
almost happened, especially at the end, close to the end of the second yes, one. Yes, yes. So, mm-hmm. and and just the ignorance of, like, the, uh, I think it was, like, the gun agents. Yeah, and the commander. That's what they were called. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. Cause I, I, I guess to if we're talking kind of about maybe just the movie elements in general, I for hardcore Sonic fans, you're gonna you are the one thing I will say is anyone going into this movie that is a that is a long time Sonic fan or you know uh, old enough to drink maybe uh, definitely you're not gonna walk into a movie with a lot of depth. You got to remember it's definitely aimed at getting a new generation of kids and maybe tweens yeah. and teens hype yeah. about Sonic again so then Sega can get that sweet sweet cash to make all those new sweet question mark games um mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. i it's not it, it's not that it's not for you my fellow Sonic fan it is more that it's it's not that they forgot about you though either you are going to be finding even for the hard hardcore fan uh yep. and i got i got notes on that too and there's there's uh, there's one really interesting thing they did in this movie um i i don't know we're we're pretty far i'm going to a little bit of spoiler town usa we are now entering spoiler city basically, usa basically at one point dr robotnik does in fact get his hand on the master emerald and absorbs within himself loads and loads of chaotic energy chaos energy it's kind of the the power system particle of the show movie excuse me um this actually harkens back to the comics because originally dr robotnik was named dr avi kentober and he was a kind scientist that stood up for environmentalism he wanted to save the flickies he wanted to save the animals but because he absorbed by an accident with a machine all of that pure chaotic energy within himself, he became Dr. Ivo Robotnik, a.k.a. his name backwards, by the way. First yep. and last name flipped. Huh. Yep. O.V. Ivo Kentober Robotnik. Um, so him absorbing that chaotic energy is actually canonically deep, deep in the lore. And I looked at that, yeah. I'm like, oh, oh, shit. Okay, that's that's like from the comics. Oh my god! Yeah. Um, so for you fans, you you're you. This movie is rife with you know allusions to the games. I mean, Sonic uh, Sonic and Knuckles' first fight is their first fight from Sonic Three and Knuckles. It's it's all there. So yeah, if, yeah. If, I was about to say like when when uh, Robotnik and Knuckles were going to were we're on their way to find the the chaos emerald and everything like that. That whole segment is pretty much a game. Like yep. it's it's a level of a game. So Yeah. And then when Sonic finally arrived there, he just like blew right through it. So <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, the snowboarding scene was I believe from Sonic Adventure 1 Stage 4 or, Ice Age, I think it's called or something like that. Um, or Sonic 2 even. Uh Yeah, Sonic 2. Yeah. Yeah. The, when he took the piece of the ship was another element as the snowboard. So, I mean, mm-hmm. like, you, you, if you are in it for a enjoyable, like, a movie experience and that alone, eh, you know, like, replace Sonic with some other character that doesn't actually have any kind of history or anything like that, and everyone else who isn't a human, you have a 
above average kids movie at best but with mm-hmm. all of these you will see yourself even for the lighter heavy fans like oh wait I, I know that I've seen that I played that you know so they didn't forget about you and that I do respect and that it gives me a lot of hope for the third movie and beyond because it shows that they know that the people who care the most that are the loudest on the internet are the millennials who grew up playing this shit and I think any video game movie that can ride that line is a successful video game movie. So I mm-hmm. that's that's why I give it the creds here. It does feel like they they managed to do both. Yes. Yep. And I know there are people who are probably gonna be like, Yeah, well, I don't want to see it because like it doesn't make sense that the the emerald is on Earth. They explain why. They they do yeah. a pretty good job of building the backstory of the reason why Knuckles is there in the first place and all that good stuff. So I, it's um, funny. Did Knuckles ever canonically have that origin story? That actually is a blip in my mind. Did he yeah, have no, that? I know yeah, he comes from a war, self. a war tribe, a war tribe of echidnas. I, I didn't. Maybe it's a comic thing I didn't quite read, but um. So in the Archie comics, I don't remember. I just know that in yeah, I know because in the Archie comics, man, they go the lore in the Archie. If you, okay, look, I'm just gonna say this right now. If you guys have not read the Archie comics, you are doing yourself a disservice. You really need to read they're them. so good. They're yes, so they're good. really good. Um, but basically, um, Knuckles is the last member of the ancient tribe, right? And he, the the island that they land on, or that you land on in the beginning of Sonic Three, is Angel Island, and it's the guardian of the Master Emerald. That island is on Earth. And yes. there's like they explain why in the movie, so they don't. I don't think they say the words Angel Island in the movie, but no. that is the, yeah. that is the island in which which Knuckles is like. That's like his turf. That's where he is. Like that's where his, you know, where him and his tribe are from. And the reason it's part part of the reason why it's on Earth is to protect it from people. So because like obviously like Rick mentioned earlier, touching that thing is going to reveal things in your brain about life and the universe that will make you crazy and lust after more of it. So it's like, um, you know, that's the whole idea behind the chaos, chaos Emerald. Yeah. Yeah. But I will say this too. One of my favorite things that they took from the games, uh, namely the end of the second one, the end of the third one is the big Robotnik robot. Yeah. I knew you were going to like that. Hell yeah. So sick. They made it exactly like it. (laughs) they did such a good job too of like merging in the movie version of Eggman as kind of like its power source which was really cool like he was kind of like floating and basically it it felt very uh, almost remember that movie Real Steel where like you fight and the robot fights remotely Eggman was doing that with chaos energy inside the robot's head but it was shot for shot the same robot from the game and I was like oh Yes. Yes. It was so good. <laughs> it was so damn good. I I loved it so much. Because that's like... So, like, the Sonic 2 trailer, the first one we got, was kind of just like, okay, here's Sonic 2, and here's Knuckles, right? And it's like, oh, shit, okay. And then the second trailer we got shows that robot at the very end for a second. And I was like, oh, God! <laughs> <laughs> that's the exact noise I think I made as well. By myself, My- the second time. <laughs> By myself, the second time, and so I'm just like, that's that's fucking dope, dude. But yeah, like it's 
There's, like Ricky said, oh, even, okay, here's this too, right? Yeah, yeah. Because I don't think we even saw it that much in the first in the first movie. The little fucking egg thing that Robotnik rides his, like, around ball, in. His, like, ball hoverball thing. Yeah. It's yeah. always it's around in, yeah. it's, it's in this movie, yeah. A and lot, and it's great. He, yeah. And was, Knuckles hangs hoping, on the on the side of it, which is hilarious, because that's how I was he does hoping, I was games. hoping his claw would come out. That's what I wanted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, because he always yeah, yeah. grabs shit with his claw. And that, so yeah, that was that was really great. And he noticed they they brought some more en- enemy designs in. You know, remember like the Hornets all the way from like the first two D game. Yeah, so they made those like when he was uh, snowboarding. I believe there was a lot of uh, they basically turned into those Hornet enemies. And I remember even saying, "Oh, that's new." I'm like, all right, mm. I I see you cheeky fucking writers out there. I see you. Not to mention that one of the posters for the movie is a direct. Uh, homage yes. to the second cover of the game, mm-hmm. and Sonic and Tails's pose is a is a homage to Jin and Kazuya from Tekken, which is which is hilarious. So like, I just like it's just perfect. I think I, I, I it's there's things in there for Sonic fans. You're not gonna be disappointed at all. Yeah. So Fair. that being said, uh, I I mean, before we get into like. Spoilery, spoiler, spoiler, spoilers. Because we haven't said anything that hasn't really been seen in the trailer, really. But yeah. so we are now entering super spoiler territory. So mm-hmm. if you have not seen the movie yet, stop the podcast. Go watch to hell. it. <laughs> Come <kidding>. back. <laughs> watch it and then and then and then resume play. And then but I hear you play. saying, Oh, but anime summit and weepology, I have things to do like eating and showering. No 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 no, fuck that. You have, no, 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 no. Yeah, you have to go watch a wholesome, action-y hedgehog movie and then come back and listen. That is I actually a good video game adaptation. <laughs> yeah, it's actually a pretty and, good video game adaptation. So. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, dude. So basically, the whole entire time, the Wachowskis are at this, uh, they're at the wedding reception getaway at Ho- in Hawaii. For Thank Maddie's God. sister. And that's like where they are. And so Sonic is like at home by himself, being a kid, making a mess. And Tails comes in and Robotnik comes with Knuckles. And Tails helps him get away. And they travel across the world to figure out what Knuckles is there for. And that is the, that is the thing, right? So I will say this one before we get into spoiler spoilers. There is a corny part in the middle where they're in like Siberia and they do like this dance off music number scene <laughs> and it was pretty funny. It's it's a kids movie, you have to have one of those in there, honestly. You better. Yeah. But like um that was I thought it was pretty 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 That pretty part funny. was great. I will yeah. I will say that part was really great. And and I mean that that definitely shows uh Sonic's personality and, and how much of a kid he really is. Yeah. And you know, there's kind of like this little little character arc for Sonic where he kind of feels he's starting to feel more and more out of place, right? Because, like, obviously he doesn't know what kind of a hero he should be and he has to follow the rules of Earth, you know, and things like that. And then Tails comes through and basically is like, now nah, you're my hero, dude. Like, uh, the, way, the yeah. reason I found you is because of the impact you made when you were running around the baseball field. And that's how I found a signal. And to get to you. And I was just able to picture it and use the ring to get here. And um, 
they kind of had this connection where, and Sonic was like, yeah, well, we're friends, right? And Tails was like, really? He was like, yeah. Like, isn't that... That's how it works. Isn't that how this works? Yeah, Yeah, right. (laughs) And it was just really cute. And um, they're about to fall asleep in front of the fireplace in this little bar that they're in in Siberia because everyone's passed out drunk from celebrating Sonic being an awesome dancer. And um, uh, Sonic puts the blanket on Tails and then falls asleep next to him back to back. And then Tails puts his two big fluffy tails on him. And it's like, oh, dude. That was, that <laughs> was adorable. Come on, I, dog. I, I, I do. It's it's funny you brought up Tails, though. I That might have been one of one of the things I found confusing about this movie because canonically, Tails' character arc is basically, you know, standing on his own two feet, right? He's always kind of in the shadow of Sonic, following Sonic, and, you know... Sidekick, has this, sidekick. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He kind of has this perception of himself that I'm nothing without the guy, but mm-hmm. yeah, one day I, I need to be more than that. And it's funny because they really kind of teed that up. They're just like... They, he made him a fanboy. Like I watched you save this planet. I found you and I started watching you. You, you're incredible. Like I, you know, I want to emulate that. I want, I want to be that. So they really teed it up. I felt like they primed this even just for a moment, right? Where, of course, Tails saves him here and there, but they really could have teed up a moment that would have really hit that home of like. Sonic's in a bit of peril and Tails' smarts could shine, right? What does he bring to the team? And they because he even said later, with my speed with my smarts, your speed and your strength, we could beat that Eggman. And I'm like, well, you say that, but I didn't see a lot of smarts out of you, my dude. I, I kind of <laughs> saw you have a failed translator. That's a thing. Uh I saw you hijack a plane. That I guess is wily. Uh, oh, but that's Tails' iconic plane. Which like, you notice, by the way, he didn't have that plane. That plane flew over the wedding, oh, holding yeah, the banner, it, yeah. and he absolutely swagjacked that shit. And then <laughs> that's kind of how they're explaining that he has now his iconic plane, which is fine. That that That's not what I'm getting at. What I'm getting at is they didn't really tee up Tails. They teed up Tails to have just one moment of, like, this is what I bring to the table for the squad. And I was hoping that they really sold that better, you know? So I I see what you're saying, Ricky. They, you know what? They might do that for the third movie. Sure, sure. I I feel like because with the second one, you know, we're introduced to this new character kind of thing. So you don't want to kind of, okay, here's Tails. Everyone knows Tails. Now, you know, Tails is like the smartest you know, kid on, on the block and everything like that. I mean, everybody knows that Tails has the brains and, and um, you know, Tails always makes makes these gadgets uh, to help Sonic and everything like that. So yeah, I, I feel like it's more of like the build, the build up. I could buy that. I could buy that. Hopefully, you know, I mean, I don't know what they're going to do for the third movie, but you don't know what, what they're going to do for Tails in the third movie. Um, I, I have an idea, but we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Um, but, but yeah, so I mean, I, that that was just me probably being a little bit of a snob there. I'm like, oh, the narrative, yeah, the narrative fair. arcs, the narrative arcs could have been a lot better. I recognize that <laughs> yeah. on myself. I recognize that. I, I mean, I can't 
I can't look a gift horse like this movie in the mouth and, you know, judge its teeth. That's not fair. Yeah. I, it's a kid's I mean, movie. I get it, but it's fine. They they definitely could have gone a different route with Knuckles, too, because, I mean, in, in this movie, Knuckles was kind of like that, um, like, ignorance to technology kind of thing, and, and, and um, like, there, I can't remember, there, there are certain parts in the movie where when sonic and knuckles finally kind of like team up after robotnik betrays knuckles uh and sonic's mentioned something kind of like of like the first word like of earth related and knuckles is all like i have no idea what that is and like yeah or or you know he he kind of had like that um Oh, I don't even fish know out of what... water kind of yeah 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 like big buff uh um meaty guy you, you know very... you, want, you want the analogy he's Drax from Guardians of the Galaxy yeah yes yeah. Like, ser- seriously yeah. like yeah. you know no. everything's literal he, he doesn't quite get it he's dumb but he's powerful and you know Eggman uses that to advantage and to, there's an earlier scene what you're talking about with that like lack of understanding of technology where he's showing a tiny hologram of that hedgehog, and he's just kind of like right, looking and he at just, it, like, like he just punching he, it. he just punches the glass, and it's like tiny magic hedgehog destroyed. And I'm like, yeah. yep, that's Drax, that's fucking Drax, right there. He's yeah. like, well, here on Earth, we do a handshake to agree on it or whatever, right? And so he, he just like cracks his hand open. He, he shakes Robotnik's hand. He crushes. He's like, my hand. And he's like, he's like, strange. My hand is uninjured. <laughs> See, so and here's the thing. That's the I think that when it comes to Knuckles' character, no fucking notes that's the perfect way to play that kind of character right he is an mm-hmm. antagonistic force just by sheer merit of him being used and too dumb to really understand it and too gullible to question why that is and that's kind of that's canonically ben knuckles but he's always been a little bit more in like sonic x and other other games he's a he's a bit of a doof he's a he's a dope but he's not like so dopey that mm-hmm. you know he, he's a little bit more about it and I think that might just be more, you know, of the narrative that they're doing in those other works. But I mean, the way you play it here, that was perfect. I have no notes and I'm looking forward to seeing Knuckles in more sitcom shit in the future. I want mm-hmm. that comedy tickles mm-hmm. me it, it, like perfectly, like yeah. somewhat, like yeah. you said, fish out of water trying to just operate and just doesn't quite get it. And I, I just I love that shit. I liked at the very, very end where they're celebrating and it's like, oh, let's go get ice cream, right? And then he was like, okay, yeah. And then Tails is trying to explain ice cream to him. And they're going towards the truck, right? Tom's truck. And the way he jumps in the truck, he doesn't jump enough. So he like half gets in there and runs. But he's he's top heavy, so he just flips in. Yeah, he's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's perfect. It's so fucking funny. Like little things like that, just like just fucking. I have conquered like, the second base. <laughs> I, I, I am having yeah. the fun. <laughs> that shit took me. That shit. I will me say, out. yeah, I will say, like that ending when, like, all three of them and um, Tom, they they were all playing baseball and stuff like that, and and I think Tom said something to his wife saying, you know, oh look at him like he have he finally has friends that he can he can talk to and relate to now and no shit so, they're and I was just like oh like <laughs> it's cute <sighs> yeah i know this is super weird like that baseball scene tails his pitch really threw me for a loop because he like 
spun really fast. I thought that he was like, oh, he spins. His tail spin. He can spin his hands real fast. That's pretty cool. He throws it in the air. He catches it with his tails and then throws it with his tails. I didn't realize those things were prehensile as fuck. Like, he can grab shit with his tails. I didn't realize he could yeah, do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To- yeah. Total Sonic fanboy. Like, all right, well, that's, that's a cool new thing, I guess. Fake fan. Fake fan. Fake fan. <laughs> Fake fan. <laughs> um, but yeah, dude. I, I, yeah, I fucking. So, uh, I, I do have to say this. So, a um, couple things I want to touch on mm-hmm. before we talk about the future. The okay. Future. Actually, this first thing I mentioned does have to do with the future anyway. So. Jim Carrey did say when this movie was coming out into theaters, he did say that this was potentially his last film. Mm-hmm. And of course the internet and everyone went wild and was like, Oh no. Right. Um, and then he said, he replied again to other people hounding him for answers. And he said, no, I was fairly serious about that. Cause like that interview came out on April 1st. And so people thought he was joking. Um, but something that I will say about Jim Carrey in general is lately he's been not doing movies as much. He's been very happy just painting, living his life. I love his painting shit. He just yeah. goes off. I love that. It's stuff very it's yeah. very abstract and everything and it's in awe. Like very I, Ringo Starr of him. I like that. Yeah. 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 He uh paints how he feels at the time, you know, and uh which is a really cool thing. Uh, for anyone who is curious, if you haven't seen it, there's a short subject documentary called I Needed Color, and you can find it on uh, YouTube. Um, yeah. But um, he, uh, you know, he did Sonic the Jog 2, and then he did Sonic the Jog two years ago. Before that, he did a short TV series called Kidding, um, which was on Showtime which was kind of like a comedy drama about him playing this guy on a kid show. And then before that, he did Dumb and Dumber in 2014, which is a Dumb and Dumber sequel. And then a year before that, did Kick-Ass 2. When Kick-Ass 2 happened, he got pretty jaded. Um, Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, so... Fill me um, in. I know he did Kick-Ass 2. I didn't know about this, this whole jaded thing. So... So he plays a so in Kick-Ass Two, there's a character named Colonel Stars and Commander Stripes, and he plays a a fusion of that ver of that character, a fusion version of that character in the live the the movie version called Colonel Stars and Stripes, and the whole idea behind that character, even in the comic, is he uses a gun, but the gun's never loaded. It's just to scare people. Oh, interesting. And because he's an ex-mafia guy trying to do good. Yeah. So yeah, that makes sense. he wants to follow things by the law and do things by the law, just handling it like a vigilante. And so there was, and I don't really want to get into this subject too much, but there that was around the time a, a very, very infamous school shooting happened. Right, and right. So Jim Carrey withdrew from doing all the PR stuff when Kick-Ass 2 was being released um, because he just didn't want to be a part of it. Even though his character canonically in the comic and in the movie didn't fire any guns, there was still a lot of gun usage, gun violence in the film. And so he just personally felt that 
you know, he wasn't judging any of the other actors or any of the the creators or anything like that. He just was like, for me personally, I just can't get behind that. So ever since then, um, he kind of has been taking scripts where he could be, you know, not doing something like that. Okay. Which one would argue, well, in Sonic, he plays somebody who's shooting missiles out of a ship or big robot or whatever. Yeah, it's it's the suspension of dif- disbelief is not there. There's no way to suspend disbelief like that can't happen, really, you know? It's so kiddish that it's just beyond that, I'd say. Right, right. Yeah. So that's probably why he was able to do it and he you know, he obviously played all the games for research. He played it with his 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 grandchildren and, and his kids and stuff. So, I mean, it's tough. But ever since then, he's kind of become jaded about the scripts he takes. So when this interview came out and he said, I'm done doing movies, or I might be done, it was not really that much of a surprise to me. Um, yeah, it really wasn't I see. for yeah. me either. And and to to bounce on to what you're, you're saying, Sam, I did read um, uh, an article uh, about the people who made... Um, Sonic 2 and they're asking well so who are you, who are you going to have to replace Jim Carrey as Robotnik which was my all, next like thing that I wanted to get into was like yeah, the future and so how do we feel like, about the future yeah mm-hmm. and they're all like well we're not we're not going to replace him yeah you can't he did so, so good he did so yeah. good and here's and yeah. here's my other take on that they don't have to replace him right they really don't, they don't even because yeah. the way they set it up i think it might and i <laughs> We're here, guys. I, I gotta say the end credit scene, or I'm gonna fucking explode. Um, <laughs> yeah. They 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 dropped Shadow the Hedgehog, guys. They, they dropped did. they dropped him, baby. They did. We're in Sonic Which Adventure me... Two, shit, baby. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. Which caught me by surprise a little bit. I didn't think they could have gone like numerous of ways. Like they could have brought Amy in next. Um, you know, <laughs> they could have they could have gone brought um. Uh, what, what what Rouge the Rouge the Bat? I'm be, I'm gonna be Sit. real curious about how the fuck they do Rouge the Bat because that is if she wasn't already furry bait before, my goodness! Like when they, right. they CGI that ass, <laughs> like that's okay. not gonna work. That's <laughs> not gonna be good for anyone's psyche. We're gonna a whole new generation of Lola Bunny lovers right there. Done. Right. Let me just let me right. just stop y'all because y'all are failing to mention one of the best adventure characters. Okay, we talked about Mighty. Ray, okay. We talked about uh, Rouge and Amy. Cool, great, wonderful. Nobody <laughs> fucking cares. Y'all are missing. Y'all put some respect on my dude's name. Big the cat, Froggy. <laughs> the big kitty. Big, big cat. cat. Big cat. Ah, uh, you know what? Bring him in. Kids love him. He'll sell a fuck ton of merch. You tell him. I'll tell you what. If they just brush him up and give him a little bit more, he's like the comic relief punching bag. That that plushie sell like hotcakes, baby, like hotcakes. He's, he's he he's fat. He fat though, but yeah, he's you're fat. right. He's, you're right. You're right. He, he big bone and he got a yellow belt around and he fished sandals. Though. He fished. And he though. goes fishing. He fish. He, yeah, he fish. fish. Yeah. No, but so no. Exactly what what Rick said was so the end. I'll just summarize the end scene here. So again, I hope you're. I hope you pause it when we told you to because you're a bitch. <laughs> but like, and if you didn't, well, that's your prerogative. So that's Sonic, be- so Sonic gets the emerald back and becomes Supersonic, 
and annihilates the big robot with him in it. And he knocks the robot over and Dr. Robotnik falls with it. And you don't know as they're looking for the rubble after the credits, they're looking for the rubble through the rubble and they're, they can't find him. So who knows if he had like a ring in his pocket and he used it last minute or he just dipped or he actually did get disintegrated under all the rubble or whatever. Um, one of the agents, um, you see his assistant stone, uh, yeah, steal yeah. some undercover, like steal some like SWAT agents gear. So he goes undercover and walks around so he doesn't get caught. And one of the other gun agents goes up to the commander and says, we found some, um, we found some, uh, files in this, this thing. And they say project shadow. And then it cuts to a scene of shadow in a tube and a cryo tube underneath this underground something. Or other. And so that basically yeah, I, and I'm with Ricky. They, they not going to replace them. And I hope they don't try to, I hope they don't change their mind on that. I hope they yeah. leave it. Here's, here's how I can theorize if they want to make Eggman still a force in this world. I think what they can do here is this is how I'd write it, right? That he did have a ring. He had Agent Stone go undercover, and he is going to be basically communicating with. Now that he knows multi-dimensional travel is the thing, he traveled back with Knuckles and knew how to do it. So, I think what I would like to see is basically Eggman giving Agent Stone directives from another dimension, Mobius, maybe something. Where and then he can also learn to send his inventions to Earth. So basically, Eggman's presence is still formed, just like in Sonic Adventure 2 Battle, Project Ark, which is his big space station that blew up half the fucking moon. So, yeah. and that's where, you know, the storyline with Maria and Shadow happens. So, I mean, there are so many good ways that you can still have Eggman from the quote unquote shadows still working some sort of agency in this world. That he's like, hey, I just sent my biggest thing in from space. Like, take a look at the sky. And like, oh shit, you built a space station. That's rad, I guess. Um, so I, I don't know. It's it's gonna be tough too because like there are enough storylines here in the adventure series. The main real villain in Adventure One is Chaos. The one yep. and two is is ostensibly Shadow, who's kind of being controlledish by Eggman and duped once again. Um, and there's enough storylines here where you have a, an Eggmanless Sonic story. So they are not without uh, uh, narrative, you know, nuggets to go pull from. But let me ask you guys: Do you think it'll hit without the carry? We could hmm. say they don't have to. Hmm. We can say there it, it exists. There are storylines that exist. But would the movie sell? Because I, as cheesy as it was in the second one. Jim Carrey's Eggman was a great rendition of him on screen. Probably the best you're probably going to make work. Um, shit, they can make him fat and get another actor. Change his voice up a bit. You know, mm. I've been away dimensionally traveling. Like, But I, I want to ask you guys, do you think you'd go see future ones without Eggman? I think I still would, yeah. 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 Because I... I love these two movies so much, and I love Sonic that much. I I just would, but like, in terms of how well it would do, like if I'm just yeah thinking yeah in general, right. I don't you know. don't got that billing though. 
you know, got mm-hmm. that big, big bills. Um, I don't think it, it will uh, do as well without him, I feel like. But I feel like they, it's, it's possible for the next movie to, do, to still do well without Carrie, especially if we, we um, know that the potential net next like big baddie in the third one is going to be Shadow. Right. Yeah. They've at least saved themselves for another, for just one right. other movie. And right. So I, another question, I guess, if we're talking about future, if you had to pick a voice actor for Shadow, who Keanu would you Reeves. pick? Keanu Reeves is not actually not a bad pick at all. Yeah, it's gotta be a good one. Hands so, down, something kind of dark, brooding, but a little bit on the whispery side. Shit, Keanu Reeves. Like I was sitting here stewing, and you just. Like a bat out of hell, like you just you came in with that, yeah. Because I, I was thinking, who else? Who else would have that kind of voice for it? But Keanu Reeves kind of has that raspy voice in him, and now he's a little older, he has that raspy voice even more. Yeah, damn. I would say I would say Keanu Reeves too, just because. So I don't know if you guys ever seen the movie. Um. Oh, I forgot the name of it, but Keanu Reeves plays a bad guy in it. It's a martial arts movie, and he plays a bad guy in it. It wasn't very good. But um, it's uh, shoot. Let me see if well, I can find it. It wasn't like it. the last Ronin, was it? Or Ronin forty seven no, 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 Ronin? No. Okay, no, no, no. No, after that, after okay. that. Okay. Um, uh, the main actor, the main character in it was Tiger Chen. Um, but uh, he plays a bad guy in that movie, and um, he has like this really low voice that he kind of uses for it yeah and uh oh you know what i think it was oh it was man of tai chi ah man of tai chi okay i remember i never seen it but um yeah he plays it keanu reeves directed it and he plays the bad guy in it because he runs like this evil like kind of fight ring organization thing kind of but it's like more than that but like Are are you saying that's like that could be a good showcase to see if he were to do a shadow that would be kind of it's his voice he is yeah it's the voice he does in it yeah like i don't know like there's a line he says at the end of it where he's like you owe me a life and it was just like oh shit oh shit (laughs) oh damn (laughs) can i get you back like later then like okay yeah it's like calm down Um, jeez i'd love to see yeah yeah yeah. i just haven't had sex in four years you know so i'm just yeah but i was counting um the the the, uh i'd like you know what's so funny too is that I want to start seeing a blending. If we're going to do like CGI heavy video game movies, I'd like to see some real VAs get in the mix. I'm talking like a Chris Sabat or like a Matt Mercer, right? I, I would, I'd, I'd you're be down. You're not going to see. You, I, I know, I know, know. Probably, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying, but I mean. You're, you're probably not going to see, you know, the big wig, like people that we know from anime in, in like big movies like that i mean i feel like the only place that you'll be able to see that kind of thing happen is like in a ghibli film and disney runs it kind of thing sure and and that's uh, i think that's the thing right is that if you're gonna make movies about video games that aren't like the the actor on screen and we're getting to that level of obviously we're here we just watched a movie with a whole chock full of that level of cgi who is to say you don't pull in 
actors or vo- v- VAs who know how to voice animated characters, video games, anime, you know, hell, even like Pixar or otherwise, right? Like, I'd like to see that more. It doesn't need to be, you know, a Ben, not saying like Ben Schwartz or Idris Elba did bad or anything, but like with, um, with, uh, Connell, like Tails, like that, she was the OG. So, I mean, like, mm-hmm. why, like, and, and I think that was the best voice acting in terms of like true to the character of the three. Idris is a little too sexy, you know, Ben's little, Ben actually did a really good job. I, I'm starting to warm up to him, but he's, he's no, Justin what's his face but um I, I don't know I, I just they did a really good thing with Colleen why not you know double down on that I just don't I you know because to your point right maybe big wigs but the big wigs decided this I'm starting right here they decided to have her in it and it worked very well so yeah I don't know we'll have to see yeah 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 yeah, um, I I I I agree with everything y'all are saying. I think um, it would be tough without Jim Carrey. Another thing they could do is like maybe compromise with Jim. Like you do the movie, but maybe we just do it like like what Ricky said, where he's like somewhere else, he's remote somewhere else, and we just do some scenes where we just shoot you in front of a green screen at, at your location so you don't have to come into the stew. Yeah. And yeah. then we, whatever. Or just you know. record lines. How many times we see in the games it's just like the Eggman logo on a TV and he's just addressing somebody, yeah. right? That would right. totally right. work. Or I would, you know, I would love to see, you could even do something like, um, like in, in Dr. Robotnik's absence, Agent Stone in his like coffee shop front laboratory thing he created a metal Sonic and it activates when oh. Dr. Robotnik goes missing again or something. You know what I mean? Like, ooh, 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 ooh. I would love oh, to see that fucking fire. I would love like, to see a metal Sonic. Metal Sonic is a, a, one of the, one of the most formidable enemies ever in like Sonic history, which I think people often forget about. Yeah. But like he's like, he's the main villain in the anime OVA. Sonic yeah. That drug, the movie. And it's they do it. They wrote him so well in that one. I would love to see something like that. That would be a really cool fight. So we're not seeing Sonic fights. You know, it, it would be like the Knuckles fight again, except we're seeing it for the main part of the movie and not some big robot. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. So that would be cool. But again, I I will watch it regardless. But okay. Yeah. What Good. do you What are you guys' final thoughts? That's my final thought. I'm still stewing, Danny. I'll let you take it. <laughs> um, I mean, my final thought is I think as a um, novice of Sonic, um, I definitely don't know as much as Sam and, and Ricky about Sonic. I've only played one Sonic game in my entire life. So, and... By watching the movies, I definitely enjoyed it and everything. It's 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 definitely way better than you know when we had um, Sonic X on Fox Kids, and that was just like super freaking corny shit Don't that was going on. You 
disrespect. Dude, fuck you. That show was sorry, lit. Sonic that, X. that shit was so corny. I'm sorry. You're corny. It was corny. <laughs> of course it was corny. It was four kids. <laughs> but I hear so, you. I hear you. Yeah, yeah. It was just it was like wacky. I was just like, oh, come on. Like, you know. So... But I enjoyed it. I I'm excited to see more. I'm also sad that you know uh, Jim Carrey may not be in the next one. It will definitely be very 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 sad, not seeing Jim Carrey on the big screen anymore. Regardless on him being Eggman and stuff. Um, yeah. But you know he he paid his dues and and I think he deserves every right to. Uh, uh, retire. So kick, kick back and paint. Kick back and paint. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but yeah, I, I I loved it. I enjoyed myself with it. Go watch it. It's fun. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So what about uh, you? Yeah, I I really, as someone who kind of knows all of what they're trying to, you know, give me as a Sonic fan. I could tell that even more than the first one, there was a lot of care put into this movie. It was, they they kind of saw the narrative beats that worked and highlighted them, the narrative beats that didn't. <laughs> Wachowskis. And uh, they just, you know, <laughs> they, they literally kicked them off to Hawaii to be used as a plot device at some point. Um, like, and, and all the homages and the, you know, true to form canon was uh both new and old relatively new and old was you know that made me a lot more hopeful for i think almost sega as a whole because for so long their games just hey you guys want like a sonic solo game that is like all about speed uh what about werehog though no i so they just don't they don't listen it seemed like they weren't listening this movie indicates to me that they are listening. They do care about their fans to some respect. As a movie, it was solid. It didn't blow my mind. If I had to put it somewhere like mid to high 70s, and that's maybe being generous, just, you know, big fan. And um, I think you either need to be, you know, uh, like middle school, maybe high school, elementary school, or a real real hardcore Sonic fan, or just a fan of, you know, kids' movies in general, there really isn't much here for depth. But, again, don't walk into it thinking it's some masterpiece, obviously. Not meant to be. It's a good kids' movie. It's an even better video game movie. And I I have no real knocks against it. And it makes me happy that they put in real effort uh, to cater to both groups. Not easy to do. So... Uh, they've earned my respect. They did not earn my, you know, 80-plus rating, I would say. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Um, also, I got one more critique last minute. Get it? I wanted, to, I wanted to see a grounder unit, and we didn't get to see one. Oh, you right. We'll see it when Gun gets, <laughs> in. We'll, we'll see it when Gun gets into play, I think. We're going to see yeah, a lot yeah, more yeah. tech. We're going to see a lot more tech in the third one, for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, dude. Okay. Let's, let's do it. Let's score it out of 10. I give it, I give it, mm, you know what? I'll say 
I'm actually going to just, yeah, seven and a half donuts out of ten. Which? I say donuts because that's what Sonic Donut is. Lord, baby. Um, Donut Lord. Donut Lord. I'm, I'm going to go flat seven. I think that's fair. It is better. It is more entertaining than your average bear. Um, yeah. But yeah, yep. but it's it's not going to blow the doors off anyone's, you know, minds. Um, but mm-hmm. again, if if you as an adult saw Sonic the Hedgehog 2 and it was just and that poster and you're like, fucking yes, then this movie may be for you. Like, you know, now that it's on Paramount Plus, go, you know, hack your friend's account and go give it a watch. You'll have a good time. Go hack your friend's account. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like you're going to buy Paramount Plus for anything else, right? <laughs> yeah, right. Man, um, dude. By the way, the the current uh, voice actor who play who voices Sonic in a lot of the video games is Roger Craig Smith. Roger Craig Smith, thank you. That was yeah. Uh, there, there was a guy named Justin at some point, and then the actor who plays Steve Urkel, I forgot his name. And yeah, embarrassing. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Julia White in that one TV show. Yes, I think so. Yeah, Julia yeah. White. Yeah, yep. he did like the Sonic Underground stuff, all the old Sonic PSA stuff, and that's yeah. no yeah. good. um i'm i'm gonna go with uh 7.5 uh rings hey all right seven and a half rings i mean you're not gonna die if you get hit so yeah yeah right it's pretty good an avalanche isn't gonna come and kill me or anything so but you will lose your rings (laughs) <laughs> yeah, Tom. Tom. Tom will will make sure he saves me when I'm when I'm snowboarding down that avalanche. Yeah. <laughs> Just picture this. <laughs> <laughs> picture this shit. <laughs> yeah, dude. Um. Yeah, dude. I I I think it's a I think it's a great movie. Fantastic video game adaptation. And you know what? It's just funny, right? Because like we we were excited for Mortal Kombat, and look how bad that did. And See, then, that movie had potential, like the whole backstory with Scorpion and everything, and then they had to fucking ruin it. And they're still failing. Yeah, video game movies are still failing. So in in light of that, those big failures that we see constantly is we have the Sonic movie, and I would say Detective Pikachu as well. So the, um, Also, the, the next big m- video game movie that's coming out is the Mario movie. Yeah. Oh, which they delayed once already. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Chris Pratt. Come on, Chris dude. Pratt as Mario, but J- Jack, Jack Black, Black as Bowser. Bowser. Yes, yeah. Jack Black as Come Bowser on. and Charlie Day is and Charlie Day is Luigi. Not yeah. bad yeah. casting. Not that yeah. bad. Chris Pratt's a little weird, but you know what? The rest look pretty spot on. I'm here for it. Let's go. And you know the reason why I don't include the original Sonic movie in that. Um, is because that movie is like bad, but it's so bad it's good. Different category, but like you know, <laughs> yeah, it was novel Bob, at the time. Like whoa, Bob Hoskins as Mario and John Leguizamo as Luigi is just too good. It was too, too good. good. Yeah, too good. Um, yeah, dude. Anyway, check out Sonic Two. If you haven't seen the first one, check that out as well. You can watch Sonic Two on Paramount Plus, and I think the first one is still on Hulu, but I think uh, the first one's also on Paramount Plus as well. So. They're both on Paramount Plus, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Just check them out. Use a free trial of Paramount Plus and watch them both, and then or steal your friend's account, like Rick said, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I am. They're not going to care if you pass for a chair, like Netflix does right now, because they're full of crap. 
Um, you know, <laughs> but like that being said, thank you, Ricky, for joining us and um, remind everyone again where you could, they can find the Weebologists. Yeah, you can find us on any platform you get your podcast fix. All of the links are in the description of all of our episodes. You're already here. You're already listening to it. It's like two clicks. You're good. Just type in Weeb in the Spotify list and you'll find us. <laughs> um, find mm-hmm. us on YouTube. You can find us on uh, you know Patreon and you can find us, you know, I'm in the Anime Summit Discord a lot, which you can jump in anytime and, you know, you know, tag me, hit me up, and I can answer any of your deep, burning Sonic questions. I got you, my friend. <laughs> that being said, we will also have the Weebologist stuff in our description of this episode as well, so you can go there. And, yeah, like, like he said, if you're on Spotify, it's literally just a click away from, and you're already listening to us, it's a click away Vice versa, if you're listening to Weebology right now, vice versa. We're also in their Discord, so you can go in there and ping us in there, me yep. and Danny and, and Nick, if you want. Um, that being said, uh, thanks again, Rick, for joining us. This is amazing. I love... Yes, thank you so yeah, much. Yeah, thank you for having me. It was so fun to talk about Sonic. Always a good I love I love Sonic, and I thought this was a pretty good film. I, thought, I think it did the character really well. Yeah. And if you ever want to review... The anime OVA with us. Let us know because I've been trying Ooh. to get uh, Danny and Knock to fucking review it with me, and they don't want to. So listen, I didn't say I did not want to. Like the 30th anniversary fucking happened or some shit. It's already way past time. Danny, you should have done it. You won't stop DMing me about. Oh, I don't want to do the Sonic anime OVA, and I'm like, I know it's like the third time you said it today. Like, oh my god. <laughs> Fuck you guys. <laughs> That being said, I love you guys very much. Thanks for listening every week. Glad you can enjoy this new episode of uh, Cinematography of Anime Summit EX. Um, thanks for listening. I love you. I said that already, I think, twice. I'll say it again. Yeah. I love you guys <laughs> Good very much. Yeah. It's uh, very fun to like do this all the time and even set time to do these extra episodes. Recording makes me very happy. So I thank you guys for allowing me to and Danny and Nick to constantly do it every week and yell about dumb stuff makes me happy. So, um, makes us happy too. That being said, I've been Sam. That's been Danny. And that's Weebologist Professor Rick. Mm-hmm. And we've been the Anime Summit Podcast. <laughs> <laughs>